The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Thank you very much, Eamon. You're listening to The Hard Shoulder here on News Talk. Kieran Cuddy with you until seven o'clock, and the TV chef and the mindful eating coach Ashling Narkin is back with me to talk about what are we talking about this week? Apples. It is the season for oh, apples. Is. Good ye- Irish apples. And yet you bring none to studio. I know. I am sorry about that. There's well, no treats today. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to lie, I feel a little let down. An apple pie would have been nice with a cup well, of tea just, on a rainy day. Would, do you know what? I know, It would have been lovely, now that you say it, a little bit of cream. <laughs> oh, I gosh. feel bad, I am sorry. Anyway, anyway, okay, we'll, listen, I'll persevere. I'll Thanks do my best. Much. I'm a professional that way. <laughs> I don't need to be bribed for every slot. Uh, it is the season for apples though, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, it is. It really is. Like, I think we're going to see them on our trees. We've got such a an opportunity to kind of delve into Irish apples as well, which is really good. But I think before we start, we've got a little bit of clarification to do because there's not just an apple. There's a couple of different categories oh, well, yeah, of apples. Cooking apples and apples. <laughs> you see, Isn't there's cooking apples, which are technically called uh, culinary apples. There's oh. dessert apples, which are our eating apples. You've got cider apples, and then you have your little baby crab apples as well. Oh, sorry. Uh, cider apples. Uh, crab apples are the tiny little ones yes. that we don't really eat. Um, you're probably going to tell me now that I you am. can put them in lots of things. Um, but I, I assume that cider apples were just apples. No. They, I mean, they are just apples, apples, right? But, but they are much more tart, much more bitter, much okay. more sour. Um, and they've got kind of, it's the tannins in them. So our cider makers all across the country, and we've got so many little boutique cider makers that are popping up as well. They're really looking for those tannins. That's what gives that cider that kind of distinct dry kind of mouthfeel and that kind of texture in your mouth as well. Okay, so when we say about the season for apples, it being the season for apples, we mean in an Irish sense it's the season. So what what type of apples though? Not the different types, but in terms of the apples that we pick and eat off a tree. Yeah. What's the brand, if we call it that, that we grow here? <laughs> we look. There's, there's there's lots. To be fair, right? There's about seven thousand five hundred varieties of apples globally. Wow! In Ireland, we have from a kind of an heirloom and a heritage point of view, we've got between somewhere between like hundred and forty or hundred and seventy different varieties of apples that can grow. And there's different areas, kind of in Ireland, that actually grow different apples. So if you look at our eating apples, head up our mad Dublin Louth. Meath. That's where you're going kind of for your cooking apples. Then yeah. if you're coming down to your cider apples, you're talking about Tipperary, Kilkenny, Waterford, and then you're eating apples, Waterford, Kilkenny, Tipperary again. So it's kind of to do a little bit with the climate, it's to do with the weather, all of that. So you don't have too much frost, you've got not too much wind. Really good apple growing varieties in um, our seasons, I should say, in Ireland and Weatherford as well. And yeah, as I said, Armagh is known as the Orchard of Ireland. They produce 35 million Bramley apples a year, 40,000 tonnes. So no they're way, your Bramley. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're as eating a, apple or you're cooking apple. So the, 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 they're the big, cooking apples the yes. big oversized yolks. Um I didn't read that's I'm genuinely surprised I didn't realize that was such a huge industry um and they got a PGI for it which is a protected geographical indication so this is a certification you get from the EU so it's a little bit like Connemara lamb um the Waterford blast you know champagne oh. parmesan all oh, right so, so it, tell me about that. the Bramley apple then like why does this have this PGI yes yeah, so basically it's the variety of apple it started way back 1809 by a little girl called Marianne uh, Brailsford um in Nottinghamshire and she took a pip from her apple planted it in a pot grew it to a seedling um, in her cottage put it out in her garden and then her cottage was bought by a gentleman called Matthew Bramley who was a local butcher and an innkeeper and um, 
And the apple grew, this family apple tree grew. And then a gentleman by the name of Henry Merriweather saw this and thought, oh my God, this is a really good variety of apple. He owned a local nursery and he asked for permission to propagate the seedlings. So this is where the Bramley apple came from. Um, Tradition may tell you that St. Patrick um, was one of the first to plant the Bramley or an apple tree in Armagh. Um, And really, really old Brehan Law would tell you that um, if you were seen back in the day, 2000, 1000 BC, to be cutting down an apple tree, there was a fine, a really severe penalty you had to you were fined five cows if you were seen to cut down a Bramley okay. apple tree yeah or even take a limb off or a branch off and there was a fine as well so this is how protected and revered the uh, the Bramley apple tree is well, and why has it become so popular what, what is it that uh, this uh, Merriweather guy saw that it made him want to propagate these seeds it's so if, like I suppose from the culinary perspective as you said it's that big green apple it's really easy to peel so it's really efficient it's got this lovely balance of kind of acidity and sharpness that pairs beautifully when you're baking so think of the richness of the butter the sweetness of the sugar that goes into the potential think, apple I have to think about it I, I wish I could taste it but I have to think about it anyway, the one week I don't bring anyway, you something anyway go on, go on. Um, but it works beautifully when you're baking Baking. So in that in that capacity, it's really lovely. They're really easy to grow. They're kind of pest resistant and they store really well. So from that sustainability point of view, from that local carbon footprint, biodiversity, we can store them. You can eat them for a really long season in Ireland. And I think sometimes we get caught up in just eating the raw apple, you know, and it has to be just the raw. You don't have to just eat a raw apple. You eat like a, a cooking apple. But mm. Cook it, stew it down, use that stewed apple for your porridge, to go into yogurts, to top on pancakes, um, stir into like a creamy rice pudding with a little bit of caramel sauce over the top. So we can really, I think we, we're underutilising the cooking apple in Ireland at the moment. Is it easy or how do you cook an apple? Uh, yeah, how do you stew, like so stewing an apple. So you're going to peel it, you're going to cut it into like big chunks um, in a little pot with a little bit of water, stew it down and then you can stir in your sugar. And you can sweeten it up if you want. It's okay. so incredibly simple. You can poach it. But even it sounds like even I could do. You that. could totally do it in the microwave. It's foolproof. Like in the microwave, little drop of water, cover with cling film, done. Well, I would tell you, we have a new microwave. So we moved into our house, new house, okay. and um, I was eating porridge. And right, the porridge didn't taste great, and it was didn't feel like it was kind of cooked the right way. Okay. And after about four days, uh, my wife saw me turn on. She says, "You're not microwaving your porridge, you know." And I said, I don't know what I'm doing. I still haven't worked out what the symbol means that I was doing. But I think I was just defrosting it for for about like 10 minutes. Grilling it as you go. Well, possibly because it's one of these, you know, now it's combi combi things. So I think I might have been just grilling it. I might have just been (sighs) grilling the top of my uh, porridge and then just mixing it all in. And um Eating it. Okay, anyway, we'll, we'll, so we'll cover maybe, porridge in so a couple of weeks. Maybe I wouldn't be able to uh, <laughs> cook an apple. Um, so, okay, so there's lots of things you can do with your cooking apples. What about the different types of apples that we can eat, the eating apples? Yeah. What types of varieties do we have here? So like we're importing a lot of them. So we're importing things like your, you know, your Pink Lady, your mm. Gala, all of those ones. And there's so many, I suppose, others that we, we can eat here and we can cook with and and have. And like we can make so many different products from them, as well as just eating the apple, I suppose. You've got things like your apple cider vinegar. You've got things like apple wine. You've got things like apple syrup, gorgeous apple juice. You know, so there's, as well as just eating the apple, mm. there's so much more you can do with them. But in terms of eating the apple from that nutritional perspective they're so good like there's the you know there's the age old adage you know a doctor an apple a day keeps the doctor away they're full of phytochemicals they're full of fibre soluble fibre 
like they're just they're so good from a kind of um, things like the study's been done into reducing cholesterol into heart disease they're looking at Alzheimer's so there's huge links to the benefits of eating an apple and it's the whole apple that you can eat like the whole apple. Oh, the, the core. skin, the apple, the pip, the stem. It's all technically you can't eat the edible. Stem. You can, yeah, it's very fibrous. It's not very really? nice. But if you were to blitz now, it I up. do eat. I eat a pear in, in its entirety. I pull the stem off yeah. and I eat it from the top down. I think eat, people eat pears the wrong way. See, there's not enough uh, strength in the core of a pear, so it gets all flimsy in your hand. Totally. The best thing to do, a pear. The producer's looking at me absolutely appalled. Is just pull the stem off and then just eat it from the top down. Yeah, I'm yeah. all good with that. Yeah, totally. That, yeah. Maybe I have to do that with an apple. Yeah. Uh, as well, I'll give it a go. Do and look the skin. I suppose a lot of times we we have a tendency to you know, especially if you're giving to kids. I suppose to peel the skin off the apple. It can be a little bit hard, and if it can almost be like waxy and shiny. If you talk about like a Granny Smith or something yeah. like that don't like wash them so the skin is the barrier it protects the flesh right it has so much of the the fibre so much of the nutrients lie just under the skin it's got vitamin C calcium potassium but as well as that I suppose it's it's the mouthfeel that you're getting it's the interest that you're getting from the skin as well as the flesh is where you have the sweetness that's where you have the pectin that's where you have the malic acid and that's what gives each of the apples their distinctive balance of juiciness with sweetness Mm. with that little bit of tartness What about crab apples now? Right, at the outset you suggested that they're not the waste of space I think they are. I have an abundance of crab apples in my garden, an abundance. So I actually went off and bought a bottle of pectin. What am I going to What's do with pectin? that? So pectin is going to be the jelly agent. Pectin is oh. naturally in apples, but there's not enough of it in crab apples. Okay. So I am going to make a crab apple jelly. I'm doing a bit of research. I went for a walk the other day when I was picking blackberries and I found these beautiful red things that were growing on a bush, posted it on my Instagram, asked the question to people going, what are these? They yes. were rose hips. Okay. So you can combine crab apples and rose hip and make this beautiful syrup that for this time of year, for coughs and colds and sore throats and all of that, supposedly this crab apple and rose hip syrup is meant to be very medicinal. So next weekend, that's what I'm going to do. All right. You can also make a crab apple jelly. Goes beautiful in a toasted cheese sandwich or you can layer it in a little cake. So there's loads you can do with your crab apples. All right. Okay, don't throw them away. And isn't one thing we haven't acknowledged that is great about apples is for your kids and it's not eating them but growing them an apple tree it's just the easiest thing you can actually completely ignore an apple tree and it'll just do its own thing it'll just do the job for you and it's brilliant and kids are absolutely fascinated by them they love it and it's great it's great for them to see that you know they don't actually come uh, wrapped in plastic from Brazil 100% 100% They <laughs> no, can grow in your back garden Totally There's The Irish seed savers They are really precious About trying to preserve Some of our gorgeous Like heirloom Vintage Heritage apples That we have Like Mrs Perry Widow's Friend Sam Young Greasy Pippins Irish Peach Ladies Fingers And they're just They're such lovely ones They have seeds So if you contact them You can even get seeds For free or for very little money And they'll talk you through How to plant an apple tree In your garden And as you said They take no no care Irish Seed Savers Is the name of that website If you want to get in touch With them Ashley Larkin TV chef And mindful eating coach We'll be back at the same time Next week with food We'll get the latest Business news After the break With Gavin McLaughlin The Hard Shoulder With Kieran Cuddy With Nissan Weekdays from 4 On News Talk